الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله If we truly love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then we have to establish worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala If you love Allah, worship Allah and it is incumbent that we must establish the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as this is the purpose for which Allah Jalla wa'ala He created us. As Allah Azza wa Jalla says in His noble book, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ And I did not create the jinn, nor the mankind, except for them to worship me. And what is understood by يَعْبُدُونَ لِيَعْبُدُونَ أي لِيَعْبُدُونِي أي لِيُوَاحِدُونِي that, that they worship me alone meaning that they single me out alone in worship because all worship belongs unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all ibadah, all forms, all types and all categories of ibadah then they belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone Allah azza wa jalla He says in His noble book وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَتَّخِذُ مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ أَنْدَادًا يُحِبُّونَهُمْ كَحُبِّ اللَّهِ and from mankind there are those who they take false deities. They take these false things and they love them like they should love Allah. But those who believe, those who have iman, the people of Tawheed, they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more. The people of Tawheed, they love Allah azza wa jal more. And Allah azza wa jal, he goes on to say about them, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبًّا لِلَّهِ but those who believe, they have more love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because their love is a love that is pure. Their love is a love that is for Allah jalla wa'ala and for Allah alone. Whereas the love of the mushrikun, that it is a love that is shared. Because they love their idols like they love Allah. They love their idols more than they love Allah wa'iyadu billah. But those who believe, we love Allah. We don't love the idols. We don't love the false deities. We love Allah azza wa jalla. Ya Allah, if we love Allah, then we have to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has mandated this upon us that we worship Him and Him alone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mandated upon us that we establish the ibadah for Him and Him alone. This is the purpose that we were put upon this earth. This is the purpose that this earth was brought into existence. This is the purpose for the creation. is so that the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could be established. Now, what is ibadah? The ulama, they explain that ibadah ismun jami' likulli ma yuhibbuhullah wa yarullah min al-aqwal wal-a'mal al-zahira wal-baqina that ibadah, worship, that it is all of those things which Allah loves and He is pleased with. It is a concise term. It is a concise word which incorporates and includes everything that Allah Ta'ala He loves and He is pleased with from statements, and from actions, those that are apparent and those that are hidden. This is ibadah. And it is a must 
that this be established. So we must know that the ibadah is tawqifiyya. The ibadah is tawqifiyya. Meaning, la majal fiha lirai. Meaning that there is no room in it for our opinion. But rather, it is by the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah ta'ala, he has not left us alone. But rather, he has sent to us messengers so as to show us the way. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed books so as to show us the way. Allah ta'ala, he did not leave us alone. But rather, he sent to us messengers. And whoever obeys that messenger, then they will enter into the Jannah. And whoever disobeys them, then they will enter into the Nar billah. So Allah Ta'ala, he has not left us alone, but rather he has sent down the Qur'an to show us the way. He has sent the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to show us the way, the way of his Sunnah. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, لَقَدْ أُوْتِيْتُ الْقُرْآنَ وَمِثْلُهُ مَعَهُ That I have been given the Qur'an and that which is like it with it, meaning the Sunnah. Because the Sunnah of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that it is wahi from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. It is revelation from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So it is a must that we establish the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we have been commanded to do so. Allah ta'ala, he says, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ مُخْلِصُنَّ لَهُ الدِّينَ And they were not commanded except to worship Allah alone, making all of the religion sincere for him and him alone. The shahid here in this ayah is Allah ta'ala's statement, وَمَا أُمِرُوا And they had not been commanded. Because the Deen is by the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not us who decide the manner and the description of way in which we would pray unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But rather we have been taught how to pray correctly by his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have been taught the proper times wherein the ibadah of salah is established by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah jalla wa ala in his book commands us to establish the prayer. Upon the way that we have been taught. Upon the way that we have been commanded. So just like it is not for us to just invent a methodology of prayer. And then that which thus becomes the methodology. That becomes acceptable. No, it's not acceptable. Only the way that Allah Ta'ala taught us. Only the way that the Prophet showed us. This is the way that we establish the prayer. And And utilize that as a measuring stick. Because everything inside of the deen is like this. We believe in a certain way because this is the way we have been commanded to believe. The statement of the believer is what? We hear, we obey. We hear, we obey. Which, if you look at the construction of this, then what is preceded? The action is preceded by what? By knowledge, by ilm. Because we have to first hear the command. We have to first understand the command, hear the command in order to implement the command correctly. So it is incumbent that we utilize this methodology for everything inside of the deen. So it is not for this one to make up and say, no, it's like this. It is not for that one to make up something and say, no, it is like that. But rather it is for us to look and to see what did the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam say? As relates to this particular affair, what did the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he say? As relates to this particular belief, what did the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam say? What did he teach us? What did he believe? Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Because if we love the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then we're going to follow him. If we love and we understand the status and the rank of the Sahaba, then we're going to be upon what they were upon and we're not going to strive to contradict them. 
So we're going to look. How did Abu Bakr believe? How did Umar believe? How did Ali believe? How did Uthman believe? How did the Sahaba, how did they believe in this particular affair? What was their ibadah? What was their actions? What was their form of worship as related to this particular thing? And thus we mold ourselves after that example because that is Islam. That is the way. That is the only way. There is no alternative to that. So if we love Allah, then we have to establish the ibadah for Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, aside of his noble book, he says, فَاسْتَقِمْ كَمَا أُمِرْتْ And become upright as you have been what? Commanded. Become upright as you have been commanded to do. So it is incumbent that we understand and we remember this. That when it comes to anything as relates to ibadah, and remember ibadah are all, are all of those statements and those actions that are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah he is pleased with them. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he loves them and he is pleased with them. Whether they are apparent, whether they are hidden, whether they be in the form of statement or they be in the form of action, all of that enters into ibadah. So our dua is ibadah. As the Prophet wasallam said, dua huwa al-ibadah. Supplication, it is ibadah. The way we make dhikr, it is ibadah. So we have to make the dhikr upon the manner that the Prophet wasallam taught us how to make the dhikr. We have to make the supplication upon the manner that the Prophet wasallam taught us to make the supplication because it is all ibadah. So we have to stop. And we have to know how do we believe correctly because belief, this is ibadah. The greatest pillar of the deen of al-Islam is the first pillar, the shahada. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. This is the greatest pillar of the deen of al-Islam. And then after it, then the greatest pillar is the second pillar, the pillar of salah. The point is, is that the shahada is the greatest because this is linked to the belief. This is our foundation. This is our foundation, the tawheed. Because all of the ibadah belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْحَقِّ وَأَنَّمَا يَدْعُونَ مِنْ دُونِهِ الْبَاطِلِ This is because Allah, He is the truth. And verily that which is called upon other than Him, that it is done so in falsehood. That which is called upon other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that it is done so erroneously. It is done so out of falsehood. It is done so and it's wrong. So if we love Allah, then we have to worship Allah. If we love Allah, we have to worship Allah. Ya ibad Allah, we ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us of those who establish his ibadah, those who establish the tawheed, those who worship him and him alone, those who are upon the sunnah of his messenger Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam habibuna, those who are upon the way of those companions whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he was pleased with them. Hada aqulu qawli hada wa astaghfiru Allah wa lakum wa li jami'i al-Muslimin. Fastaghfiru fa innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim Bismillah alhamdulillah. All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. 
This is a ni'mah, wallahi. This is a ni'mah. Ni'mah, azimah, wallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided us to the deen that he is pleased with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided us to the deen that he accepts. Allah ta'ala has guided us to the deen of al-Islam. He has guided us to the sunnah of his prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed a great favor upon us and guided us to Islam and guided us to the sunnah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's noble book, he says, follow, with trusted it means follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord. Allah Ta'ala, he says what means, and follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord. Follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala guided us to Islam. This is the best way for a human being to live their life. Because this is the only real way for a human being to live their life. The way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has directed them to. The one who created us. So why would we want to trade it? Why would we want to exchange it? Alhamdulillah All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. Ya ibadullah, be happy, be joyful because we are Muslim. This is a ni'mah, azimah, wallah. It is incumbent that that ibadah is established for Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Because if we were to mix, if we were to corrupt our ibadah with polytheism, with shirk, then it will destroy it and our actions will be null and void. It is incumbent that we worship Allah and Allah alone, solely, sincerely, without any partners. It is incumbent, it is a must, it is wajib that we do this. Like we have seen in the aforementioned ayah. Allah Ta'ala, he didn't say, and then that's it. But rather it is followed up. That we worship him and him alone. Hunafa. Hunafa Hanif, he is one who mala in tawheed. He is one who he intentionally leans and he goes towards tawheed. He intentionally goes towards true monotheism. Islam, by its definition, it is to submit ourselves to Allah by way of tawheed. By way of tawheed. And to be compliant to his commands. That we fear Allah to the best of our ability. Fear Allah to the best of your ability. That we fear Allah and we are obedient to the best of our ability. And when we make mistakes, when we make sins, when we come up short, then we ask for forgiveness. Because as the Prophet said, all of the children of Adam, they make mistakes. They are subject to make sins, to make error. Because we're not perfect. So we're going, to make, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to slip up. But you know what? Alhamdulillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his treatment, in his excellent and fine and gentle treatment to his slaves, he has not put upon them that which they don't have the ability to do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated for us a tawbah 
He has legislated for us an istighfar. So the one who makes a sin and then he repents, he is like the one who never made that sin. Alhamdulillah, who from amongst us could get a better deal than that? Who from amongst us would want to exchange that? Who from amongst us would want to trade that? This is the ultimate. Fear Allah to the best of your ability. When you come up short, ask for forgiveness. Make tawbah unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you do that, which you know you shouldn't be doing, ask for forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah ta'ala, he will forgive you. Bismillahi ta'ala. Ala kulli hal. And we have to disassociate ourselves from polytheism. We have to disassociate ourselves from all forms and types and shapes of polytheism. And we have to disassociate ourselves from the polytheists, meaning from their way of life. Meaning from that which is particular unto them, that which they are known by, that which is a hallmark of theirs. And thus the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, That whoever imitates a people, then they are from those people. Naam. So it is incumbent that we contradict the way of the polytheists. It is incumbent that we separate and we disassociate and disavow ourselves from the way of polytheism. Because polytheism is shirk, then it is tremendous indeed. It is dangerous indeed. You will find there is nothing in this dunya more dangerous. You will find there is nothing in this dunya more dangerous. There is not a single piece of corruption. There is not a single poison. There is not a single pollutant in this dunya that is worse than shirk. Because shirk, when it mixes with something, it destroys it. When it mixes with the ibadah, it destroys it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in his noble book, Allah Ta'ala He says that verily it has been revealed to you, O Muhammad, and to those who came before you. So it was revealed to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and to all of the Anbiya and Rusul before Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the prophets and the messengers, they are the best of mankind. So it was revealed to the best of mankind. Why? Because there is no exception to the rule. There is no exception to the rule. It is not acceptable that anyone make shirk, no matter how great they are, no matter their level, no matter their status, it is not acceptable. It is not acceptable. And this is because the true people of level, the true people of status, the true people of virtue, they are those who understand the dangers of shirk and they avoid the shirk. They won't fall into the shirk. So when it came to the Anbiya and the Rusul, then you find the probability of them falling into shirk was what? It was it was zero to nil. As far as us, oh subhanAllah, as the ulama they say, that this address is more befitting for the ummah, meaning that the ummah, it is more probable that they are going to be the ones that will fall into the shirk. But rather, that the ummah, they will be the ones who, from them, are those who will fall into shirk. But there is no exception. So even if the virtuous one, what to fall into shirk. Allah Ta'ala says what? That your deeds will be rendered null and void. They won't count. It's over. They're done. They disappear. And verily, most definitely, undoubtedly, you will be from the losers. You will be a loser. So shirk, when it mixes, it will render an individual to be from the ultimate losers. There is no pollutant in the world that is worse than that. There is no corruption in the world that is worse than that. Allah Ta'ala, He commands us what to do in the next ayah. He says, But rather worship Allah alone and be from those who show thanks. Worship Allah alone 
and be from those who show thanks, those who show gratitude, those who are grateful for the ni'm that they have been given, those who are grateful for the blessing that they have been given. If you love Allah, show thanks unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the blessings that you have been given. And the greatest way of showing thanks, what is at the beginning, the middle, and the end of showing thanks, is establishing a tawheed, is establishing tawheed, is using that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he had blessed us with, has bestowed upon us, and then we utilize it to worship him and him alone. We utilize it to establish his worship. We utilize it to worship him without associating any partners with him in that worship in any which way, shape, or form. Yeah, ibadullah, if we want to be successful, then this is the equation for success. If we want to be upon that which is right, this is the equation to be upon that which is right. If we truly love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this is what we have to concern ourselves with, and this is what we have to be doing. وأن يجعلنا من الذين يستمعون قولا فيتبعون أحسنا وأن يجعلنا من من إذا أعطي شكر وضبطولي صبر وإذا أذنب استغفر فإن هؤلاء ثلاث عنوان السعادة هذا يا عباد الله فأقيموا الصلاة إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر